Hello, you wonderful sassy bookworms, and welcome to another episode of Book Nooks and Pillow Talks. I'm Helia, your beloved host, and today we're going to go back to talking about books. So I just wanted to go with another K-drama that just finished uh, last month, and I just said, nah, let's just talk about a book this episode, and I'll immediately release another episode that is about the K-drama My Demon, which I am really excited about that one because it has so much potential to be talked about. So, you know, get ready. So, last episode had us talking about sweet green flag boyfriends and what, you know, makes our standards and how much our standards have lowered and how much these guys have heightened our standards. This episode, I'm going to delve back into the sweet, beautiful, ominous and dark world of, you guessed it, dark romance. You know, we talked about... Zayd Meadows, one of the kings of dark romance. We talked about how much that book affects you mentally if you're not prepared to delve into it. Now, this episode, we're going to delve into another part, another branch of dark romance, which is what you might have known as BDSM. There's a chance that if you're in a female in your maybe early 20s, you were introduced to BDSM by one of the most famous books of your own teenage time, which is Fifty Shades of Grey. A lot of people were introduced to BDSM by Fifty Shades of Grey. And later, if you have become a bookish girl, you have to know how much of a wrong introduction it is to this world of, you know, dark romance, to this branch of dark romance. You'll be maybe surprised or maybe you've already, like, known this for years. Fifty Shades of Grey was actually a fanfic thing based on Twilight. And if you watch it after knowing this, you would understand exactly where the Twilightness of the movies or the books come from. You can completely get it, right? And, well, you see, Fifty Shades of Grey is not at all what BDSM actually is. BDSM was introduced very uh, violently to people in this books, and it was it, it didn't show the actual meaning of it. It didn't show the actual purpose of BDSM at all. In the end of that, the second book, I think, Christian kind of like confesses that he's actually a sadist and that's why he likes doing this stuff which is not at all what bdsm is it's not sadism it's completely based on trust uh, and completely based on the confidence that you have in that trust between you and your partner which is why the book i'm going to talk about is not 50 shades of gray it's actually the best introduction you might have for bdsm if you want to like delve into that world and that, my friends, is Dark Notes by the beautiful Pam Godwin. The darkness in this book comes from two sides. A, it's, in student, it's a student-teacher romance. And B, it is BDSM. So not like one, brand, one, not like one aspect of dark romance, but two. Now, 
can I put this? Mental preparedness, as always. Trigger warnings. Don't ever forget to read the goddamn trigger warnings. You're gonna come, like, shouting at me, saying that this book is completely, like, insane. It is completely de deprived and everything. Just read the trigger warnings. Know what you're getting yourself into. You're not gonna enjoy this book if you're reading it with the mind of a hopeless romantic. So be prepared. Read the trigger warnings. Know that it is a dark romance, not meant for everybody. It is also BDSM, and you're gonna see some scenes that you're gonna be like, this is fucking insane. Why would she consent to this stuff? And, you know, so on and so forth. Guys, okay, let's get this, like, let's get this started. I'm going to not spoil it for you that much because I want you actually to, like, go read this book if you're interested in dark romance. Emmerich Marceau. I know, right? Like, the name itself just turns you on. Emmerich Marceau is a piano teacher in a music school that Ivory goes to. Ivory is his student, she is 17, and Emmerich is 30, so there's like, she's 27, there's like a 10 years uh, age difference here. And Emmerich is like tall, dark, and handsome, stranger, he has blue eyes, black hair, wears like three-piece suits or like these vests and like shirt that people do, undersuits and everything, totally hot, like insane. This guy is the epitome of tall, dark, and handsome. If you want to imagine him, you can either imagine Henry Cavill or Matt Balmer. Both of them are perfect candidates for this character. So Ivory is like very, very unfortunate in her life. She has the worst circumstances. She has the most heartbreaking childhood and teenage years and still has a, a bad like spree of things happening to her until she meets this Emmerich guy and that is of course in school because it's a music school and she is a prodigy pianist also Emmerich is also a prodigy pianist he is a virtuoso he is legendary in the things that he does the only downside or upside, depends on how you want to look at it, is that he's also a dom. And their first, very first encounter, Emmerich actually thinks that Ivory is a teacher, not a student when she comes to class. And he actually asks her, like, what are you doing here? The teacher, I didn't know that this was like a teacher, you know, um, meeting or whatever. And he was very confused. But then he realizes that, no, oh my god, she's a student. And uh, he was very ashamed of himself for like thinking the things that he did in that millisecond that he realized she is actually a student. But, you know, that doesn't stop him for later. Just a quick FYI for your information. If you don't know what BDSM is, I'm just going to tiny bit like explain it to you. 
BDSM is a term used to describe sex that involves dominance, submission, and control. The practice typically involves one partner taking on a more dominant role during sex, while the other is more submissive. So when I say that Emmerich is a dom, that means he's a dominant. He's the person that takes charge in the bedroom. And it has different aspects. It has light and uh, severe, <laughs> I guess, BDSM. And uh, it has very different branches of what you want to do in the bedroom. It depends. It depends on what the partner, uh, what the partners decide. It depends on the words, and it depends on the uh, way they want to take it forward. And there's one thing also. It is completely required for you to have consent. It is not at all something that doesn't require that. And also a safe word, which this is where the control of the submissive partner takes over. Uh, the submissive partner actually has full control on the situation. This is a choice that the submissive partner makes. And if she doesn't or he doesn't like anything, it's uh, he just has to he or she has to just say the safe word, which just gives the meaning uh, and the difference between actual harassment and pleasure. I swear to God, as a person who is has been single her whole life, and I'm just sitting here telling you about different kinds of relationships, it just makes me feel like I'm the coach that never plays. And I'm sorry if you guys feel bad about it, because I'm quite enjoying it at this rate. Now, a lot of you guys are going to be like, she's a minor, and he's manipulating her, and he is... What do you what do they call it? Grooming her, I think. Yeah, that's something like that. Guys, when I tell you that Ivory has had a rough childhood, you don't know what a rough childhood is until you've actually read about Ivory's childhood. And it is not at all at all <laughs> what you think, okay? Like I don't know how this girl survived her whole life. You know, that's how bad her life is, especially in the, you know, sexual aspects. She has had a fucking terrible life, okay? So if you want to, like, be like, oh, my God, he's, like, being manipulative and she's a minor and everything, even though I guess her birthday is very close and everything, I'm, I'm not going to get in. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to, like, be, like, bring up excuses for him. Their situation is very, very different from the normal situation of age gap and dark romance shit that you've seen before. Okay? Just you, you gotta read it to know, man. You just can't know it the way I do. So, yeah. This guy is... Okay, I have to say every time. This guy is very hot. And Pam Godwin's writing... And it's like... Uh, dual POV, so like we have POV's point of views from both Emmerich and Ivory, and like Ivory and Emmerich have this amazing thought processes. Like Pam Godwin's writing gives you literal chills in this book. There are some codes that I just have highlighted, and I just want to like annotate the shit out of them, and I want to like put a hole through the book every time I reread them because the amount of times I've reread those lines is very, very concerning. But still, you know, it's BDSM. There are some scenes, there are some, God, there are some smut scenes that you can never imagine how much a piano can be sexual, 
how much pianists can be sexual. I mean, I played a piano a little, and after that book, I just looked at my piano and I was like, the things you can do on that thing. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's true. Yeah, so Emmerich meets this girl. He's like, oh, holy shit. She's a student. And she's in this very high-profile school. But she wears, like, very hand-me-downs. And her shoes are a disaster. And, you know, she's poor. I, I don't Have I told this? I don't think I have. She's unfortunate in her life. And she's poor. Like, poor as fuck, okay? And... He doesn't understand how this girl came into the school if she's like her life is like this. There are some circumstances. There are some boys that don't know the meaning of consent in the book. Emmerich realizes that a little bit into the book. He is feral over that. Let me just put this in perspective for you. There is a line in the book that Emmerich says... I want to whip you for being so uninformed about rape. Yes, that is true. Ivory has had such a rough teenage years that she doesn't actually understand the difference anymore because she has never had the good kind of sexual interactions. So, following that line that Emmerich says, guys, I said whip, just understand me on this okay let me just get this more in perspective for you bdsm is about trust it's about consent it's about the fact that two people trust each other so much that they are read the one person allows the other to do the to do things to them that will drive them between the border of pleasure and pain and Ivory doesn't know the borders yet. She doesn't know that there are things you can do with another person that actually cares about you and actually enjoy it. Right? Okay? Emmerich is so fucking feral over the fact that she doesn't she doesn't realize that you can actually have fun doing this stuff. You can actually feel good doing this stuff. When Emmerich realizes his little crush over this student of his, he is first of all, he's like I cannot pursue this crush. I have to just ignore it until it is completely gone. I am a person who has barely gotten a job in this school because of the scandal that came out in the previous school. And I don't want to jeopardize my job here, you know. Yet he still manages to go on a shopping spree of buying every size 6 shoe and clothes that fit her there is and put stock his closet with clothes that would fit her. Okay, and you realize that a little later in the book. You see, luckily, the whole attraction thing is not uh, one-sided. And Ivory is as much in interested in Emmerich and his discipline inside the classroom and outside the classroom, if you know what I mean, just as much as he is interested in disciplining her. But... 
Ivory also has another goal, and that is to get into Leopold. That is a very high-rated musical college. And only one person from that school is accepted every year. So that's also a goal of hers that I will not spoil for further of what happens in that case so that you can be excited about reading that. After Emmerich realizes this little obsession of his that he's been in denial about for a few chapters, a situation arises and he actually saves Ivory from a very bad position. Regrettable choice of words, but it is accurate in a very bad way. And takes her to his home and claims ownership, kind of, on her. And he's like, your bills are mine, your body's mine, your problems are mine, everything's mine. I'm going to solve everything and I'm going to make you feel good about yourself and your future and everything. There is a chance that you're not going to, like, ever be okay with someone saying that to your face, that your problems are mine, your body's mine, your whatever, whatever is mine. But in this case, the only thing you can do is swoon. You're going to swoon the fuck out of your body when you hear Emmerich utter these motherfucking words. And then Emmerich has this deliberate plan to help Ivory find her limits and find out that, okay, I'm just going to say it, sex can actually be good. Next to dealing with the people that want to hurt her in her home and in school and taking care of her bills, of her problems and everything else, he really, really cares about this girl. Like, I think it was like love, as love at first sight. There are some scenes that Emmerich is just a simp. Even though he's a dom, guys, even though he's a dom, as he says his himself in one of the chapters, he always thought that he had control over her, but he realizes that the whole control is in her hands, in the bedroom and outside, because she can make him do things that he would never thought he would do, you know? Even kill people, which is kind of a spoiler. I just want to like talk about some of the quotes in this book that I'm going to like make you go read it. When Emmerich was saving Ivory from that very bad situation, bad position she was in, she started punching the guy that was doing something to her. Like her his hands were like bloody. He was about to kill that guy, all right? But Ivory was like trying to stop him and he she was like come on he's not worth it come on and just let's go Emmerich come on Emmerich turns and says I reach up and grip her hand against my heaving chest but you are you're worth it standards you know girls do not lower your standards everybody deserves an Emmerich I don't know if you're into that BDSM shit too then this guy is perfect for you after that scene, they get into his car and he drives to his house, as I told you. When they get to the house, he's like, you know, his house is huge. It's a mansion. It's a million dollar, you know, landscape, as he says in the book. She's not looking at the house. She's looking at him when they get, in, when they get inside. 
And he says, I fall helplessly into her gaze, lost in the shadows of tragedy and fear and neglect. But there's a glint of light in the dark depths as she sways closer, seeking. My heart kicks with realization. That tiny glimmer in her eyes is trust. That's when I hear it, the tempo of our breaths, the drum of our heartbeats, the crackle in the air. The exquisite cadence pulses through me, awakening sensations I've never felt, composing a melody I've never heard, our hypnotic dark notes. The moment you realize why the name of the book is the name of the book. It's so good. Pam Godwin is a queen in this book. I love the way she writes it. I love the way she expresses the feelings. I love the things that she, the metaphors that she creates in this book. They are poetic as shit. Who knew dark romance can be this poetic? There's also a reason why I said that um, in this situation, the way that he says your mind, your body's mind, and everything uh, is very swoon worthy and that is because she starts to badmouth her own body she's like i'm dirty and everything and he goes that's your body is mine and you're saying something bad to what's mine and i will not tolerate that which is <laughs> very attractive to say there's also a scene where after this whole thing happens he tries to prove to himself that he that she actually trusts him and she asks he asks him to do something and she does it's you know not appropriate okay i'm not going to just say it here even though i really want to but i just don't want to spoil it for you guys i really want you guys to go and read it okay and there's just one like i want to show you how pam godwin's writing is just so different he could have said that you know i love that you trust me or i love that your trust is something that i really i'm really grateful for or whatever but you, he can summarize all of the things I just said in this single sentence. He says, your trust is intoxicating. <sighs> Guys, I don't know. It just does things to me, this line. Every time I read it, it's like I've highlighted it for a reason. Every time I read it, it just does something to me. told you about Emmerich being a complete virtuoso in what he does and he also has already has a spot in the orchestra of Leopold the school that Ivory wants to get accepted into but here's the thing he introduces Ivory to a whole new world of the musical aspect he plays metal on the piano I have never seen any character like him before he literally plays metal on the piano. He shows Ivory that there's so much more to th than to than those classical music that you always play on the piano. There are so many other aspects to a pianist and a musician. And even though her dream all her life has been Leopold, Emmerich tries to open her eyes to so many other choices that she actually has. But... The fact that Emmerich always supports her through her dreams. He's ready to support her in her dreams. And he's like, I will help you through everything I can. But I want you to know that you have so many options. You have the luxury of choosing what you want to be. 
I know Leopold is a dream for you, but that's only because Leopold was the only thing you thought there is to a musician. You can have so much more than that. And in the end of the book, she does get more than that, kind of. You can... The way this guy just does things, even though he's a dumb, and to some people that's even a like uh, positive point, to some people it may not be, well, even though he's a dumb, he is such a green flag. I know, right? The contradiction in this statement. A very different thing you see in this book is how much Emmerich's parents are supportive of of his every move. Like, they trust their son unconditionally. And it's not like his their son is a bad guy. He's not. That's the whole thing. But they're like, okay, if you have a crush on this girl, you gotta consider the pros and cons, which the cons outweigh it. Just know that, okay? Because she's a student. If someone figures it out, you can actually be arrested and go to jail for it. And... He considers that stuff, all of it, before actually diving into this relationship. He's like, I know this is a, a situation. I know this is just a, a crush in the beginning. But as it develops, as the relationship develops, he realizes that she's worth all the risk. That she is worth all the problems that may come through. And her, their parents are completely supportive. They're literally turning into the family Ivory never had. I want some parts of the book to become be a mystery to you. I want it to I want the end to be a mystery to you of how some bad things go down and I want the whole history of Ivory's teenage years to be also a mystery to you because it was very bad and the more I talk about the dark romance shit, you're going to hate me for it. But you haven't read the book to know actually what the hell is going on, so you know. How bad can it be? It's not like she's... It's not like he's screwing her with a gun, you know? <laughs> Which, that's exactly what St. Meadows does. Anyways, all in all, if you're just a tad interested in this kind of stuff, in the word good girl, in the word you're doing so well, and some other quotes that I will not say here, you're gonna love this book. Also, dirty talk... You gotta know this by now. Dirty talk is my weakness. Like, in books, if there's a guy who talks dirty and knows how to do it, it's my undoing. I already love that book. Dirty talk is so important in my opinion. It is what's what gets a girl going, in my opinion. Alright? If the guy doesn't know how to do the nice kind of dirty talk, he should get the fuck out. Because it's just... It's a part of it, you know? Even the main event is not about the physical intimacy. It's about the emotional and mental intimacy, which comes from that little respectful or maybe unrespectful dirty talk that happens in the bedroom, right? And to say Emmerich does good dirty talk is an understatement. You gotta watch it. You gotta, I mean, <laughs> you gotta read it. If you can hear it just paging through the book to see if I need to like add anything to the previous thoughts that I've gave about this book. This is literally a rant episode. I read this book a long time ago. It can be two years that I've read this book. And I have the review on my page if you want to check it out on Insta I'm on, on my bookstagram. 
but just I wanted to talk about it because like I missed this book. I reread this book once a month, I think. Like the good parts about it because I literally know the whole story. You guys, it's a perfect start to the world of BDSM if you want to put a start to it. Do not go for Fifty Shades of Grey even if the whole world is has talked about it at one period of like a few years because it always came on you guessed it valentine's day and and we're close to valentine's day so if you want to get started on bdsm books please don't start on 50 shades of gray the people who have read it and are listening to this podcast you have to have realized it by now just tell me i'm right <laughs> anyways so this is the rant episode for dark notes I hope you enjoyed it. I'm going to actually upload an episode on my demon with real, like, nice, well-thought thoughts. This is literally a rant episode. So wait for me until then. It's going to come sooner rather than later. And have a wonderful February. Have a wonderful month. And have a wonderful... To be honest, I don't believe in Valentine's Day that much. I just believe every day should be Lover's Day. Every day you should show the love to your partner. But I guess happy Valentine's, whatever. As always, until the next time you have my voice inside your heads, toodles, ta-ta, bye bye